0: This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL.
1: This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 5, Episode 7. As Andy is still out west for his wedding weekend, it is Sunday morning. And the New York Rangers have fallen in Game 2 against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, we'll get into that. And, uh, yeah, we await the home opener for the Rangers, and hopefully we get a better result than we did uh, last night. You know, last night was uh, kind of a head-scratcher. You didn't even really know what to think after that game. Very bizarre, and we'll get into it, um, you know, It just, I guess I'll start from the beginning, you know, you went into this game thinking this should be two points that the Rangers should absolutely get, especially how they played in Buffalo and how they, you know, came out ready. They skated, they, they dominated, they, they, you know, you know, they, they just took advantage of, you know, special teams and they won that battle. And, you know, you just felt like they had four lines that were all clicking and, you know. To go into Columbus and get two points wasn't that big of a feat, but apparently um it is you know i I guess we were feeling ourselves and and this is the head scratcher that I had last season, you know it's it's the core group you know they take periods off, and it's just it's a real it really makes you wonder you know what kind of leadership group you know what's the message that they Uh, Resonate, you know, or or what's the message they send in the locker room, and does it resonate with the rest of the team? Because, man, oh man, I mean, to not take advantage, especially you know, you you didn't play bad. It's just you you don't get the job done because you're not willing to put in that that extra oomph that it takes to score the goal. There's no there's no uh there's nobody entering the guts of the ice. There's nobody willing to pay the price to put the puck in the net we you know we could skirt the puck around the the uh the perimeter all we want we can take big booming shots but if you're not willing to get in front of the net you know screening the goalie pushing defenders out of the way clearing lanes for shots if you're not willing to do that you're you're not going to win these games and that's the difference maker and you know i I, Valquette, i mean hit the nail right on the head you know, there, there, there was just nobody driving the center lane. There was nobody driving the net. There was nobody willing to do that extra dirty work to get the job done. And, you know, you're just ne- not going to score goals in this league if you're not willing to do it. And, you know, and that's the story with the Rangers. We are watchers. We always think things are going to get handed to us. And you don't deserve that. You don't deserve, you know, you don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. Not anymore, maybe last season was okay, but after last season, now it's time to put up or shut up, and there's no there's no going back, there's no you know rewinding the clock and saying, you know, ah, oh, we took the second period off, so you know uh, you know we deserve to to win that game. It's like, no, you don't, you don't you know look look what Columbus did. They got totally outplayed, but Boone Jenner led that team, their captain put in three hard-working, gutsy goals, and led them to a win. They scored when They they took advantage of an odd man rush. And the the odd man rush at the end of the game, I'm not going to fault the Rangers. You know, they were pressing as hard as they can to to get themselves back in it. So with that, you are going to give up opportunities to the other team. You know, and, you know, they took advantage of it. It's plain and simple, man. They just took advantage of the opportunities that they got. They got their fucking guts, you know, through the middle, in front of the crease. They took care of business. They owned our net front. They were able to make the Rangers pay with odd man rushes. And if you're going to stand around, if you're going to play the perimeter game, if you're going to try to get cute, this league, no matter who you're playing, will make you pay. And the Blue blue Jackets did just that. I mean, you see, I mean, there's a reason why we make these goalies look good. And it's certainly not because we don't get enough shots on goal. It's certainly not because our players don't have elite shots. It's because any goalie that makes it to the NHL can track a puck and stop it. You know, it takes brilliant goaltending. You know, Henrik Lundqvist, Igor. Sorokin, you know, going back, you know, I won't even say his name, Brodor, Patrick Waugh, those goalies, the difference makers is because they can do it with screens, they can read the play, it's impossible to score on them consistently in any any way, unless it's a breakaway by Jack Hughes, then Shesterkin shits the bed, but, you know, it it's just... The Rangers make these guys look great because we're not willing to take away their vision, you know, make it difficult for them to track the puck. I mean, you saw Akira Smeed last year in the playoffs against the Rangers. Looked like a fucking all-star because we never got to the guts of the ice. We never, you know, we never owned the net front, you know, for the Devils. They owned us. We weren't willing to go there. We didn't want to go there. We're like, you know, I'll, I'll just keep shooting from the outside. You know, eventually something will happen and it doesn't because these goalies are that good. There's no tippins, there's no backdoor plays. You have to make the goalies work. You have to make them, you know, sweat at each save. The Rangers don't do that. And that's scary because that's, you know, that's something I, I just, to me personally, I don't think it can be taught. I think you just don't have players with that type of makeup. And, you know, and that goes even defensively too, you know, not having a guy like Lindgren, and I even said, you might not even see him on the roster come playoff time if we make the playoffs, because, you know, they're going to try to bring in another perimeter player and fucking Patrick Kane and, you know, and then we'll, we'll, you know, be out in five games instead of seven because it's pretty easy to play against the New York Rangers when they're not willing to work. So, yeah, it's 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 going to be a long season if this doesn't straighten out. And I know it's only game two, but that Columbus game, man, oh, man, you dominate, you know, it's pretty that you can move the puck around the perimeter and, and generate some offense. And, you know, you didn't get lucky with a maybe a shot or two. Listen, I understand the two goals were um, taken away. But listen, offsides is a part of the game. You know, that's mental errors. That's that's lazy hockey. You know, to have that happen twice in the same period, you got to clean that shit up. You know, and uh, once again, Kreider goes off sides. It's like this, this, it's his whole career. He's been doing this shit and it's just, there's no excuse for it anymore. There's not, I'm not letting him get away with it. You know, if you don't want to, if you want a positive podcast and say everything's, you know, rainbows and flowers, this ain't the one. You know, they, they got to clean this shit up and you got to beat the teams you're capable of beating if you want to get where you want to go. If that made any sense? You know, and, you know, I I like Jones. I don't mind them. But, you know, you have to you have to have lingering You have to have Linggren in there. You really do. Um, Otherwise, you know, we, we lack some seriously, you know, physicality. A guy that's you know not afraid to get mixed it in, you know I, I don't think he's as good as in transition offense or defense, but you know once again it's just you miss that type of player a guy with a little bit of snarl. Rangers just don't have it, you know. Panarin playing against his old team, you know, a uh, I think it's a power play assist minus two, or maybe it wasn't. Uh, you know Lafreniere minus two, Hedo minus three. Those guys, you know, they look good at times. They had opportunities, but not not good, man. You know, Yeah, it just, I don't know, man. They're just, just a head scratcher here. Because if you watch the body of work, you would say the Rangers should win that game easy. You know, it's just 42 shots on goal to 21. You outshot them two to one and just nothing there. Faceoffs, you almost won 60% of them. Special teams, they went one for one, took care of business. You went one for three, you didn't. You lost the special teams, which is imperative. You want to be successful in this league. Columbus blocked a lot of shots, 27. You know, you probably had, I think they said they had 89 shot attempts. Just like, it's kind of pathetic to only get three goals scored, you know? And, and, and not to mention, you know, okay, uh, we know Elvis is you know, a solid goaltender. But you got this kid Martin that comes in in the third period. How do you not light that kid up? You know, it's fucking pathetic. It really is. A couple power play opportunities, and you just couldn't get anything. You know, they scored a late, garbage, meaningless, you know, Kreider goal. But yeah, no good. No good at all. You know, Will Cooley, welcome to the NHL, gets his first goal. That was a nice little play he had. You know, good release, quick release. Um you know, put the puck where it needed to go, uh, you know, to beat him. And, you know, if you're gonna take those quick snapshots in the slot, you gotta make it count and he did. Nice little shot there. I thought Gustafson had a really good game. Um, you know, he he keeps his game simple. He moves the puck, you know, he makes he makes quick decisions. Uh and he's just always in seems to be in the right spot at the right time. I thought Fox had a really good game. Um you know he probably could add a couple more points if things were going you know, the Rangers' way. But you can tell just offensively how elite he he is, you know, when the puck's on a stick, it's like almost impossible to get it off. And uh yeah, I mean, it's it's, again, it's gonna be a long season if this is the kind of effort that we get. you know, you can't take the second period off. it's just it's fucking killer. You know, I know you're upset that, you know, the two goals got taken back, but grow up. You were fucking offsides. Now it's time to, you know, now it's time to, you know, put this shit together and and beat these teams. You know, that was two points that we lost. And that's that's huge. You know, even if you got one there, you could feel a little bit. All right. Listen, they they fucking beat us in overtime. But, you know, next time we'll, we'll be ready. But you don't. You coughed, you know, coughed up two points. So when you listen to this, uh, it's uh, the day of the opening night at the Garden. Arizona Coyotes are coming off a uh, nice little win in overtime against the New Jersey Devils. And, you know, again, this is not going to be a team that's as inept as Columbus, in my opinion. I think Arizona is going to be, you know, they have probably one of their stronger teams that they've had in a few years. And, you know, they can certainly put the puck into the net and they're going to be, you know, ready to play. You know, they're going to be ready to rock. You know, it's opening night at the Garden. I mean, how many times do they get that opportunity to say that, you know, to play in New York and to, you know, uh, on, on not two but on opening night. And, yeah, it, it's – this is a must win in my opinion. You know, they got to – Rangers have to flip the script real quick. Got to turn that page. You know, I want seven plus goals. And You might be saying, you know, seven. I want a touchdown. I want a touchdown plus a field goal. Give me double digits. You got to learn to put the puck in the net, make these teams pay. I want them to run the Coyotes right out of the building. So then, listen, you need to go back west because fucking you caught us at the wrong time. And, you know, if, if I'm, you know, La Violette, you know, this is, I would challenge the leadership here. You know, you, see, you didn't play Rangers hockey in the second period and look at you paid, you paid the price. Now let's put 60 minutes together and blow this team right out of the fucking building. Let's give the fans something to be happy about, something to cheer about, make them feel like, you know, that ticket was worth the cost. I saw the Rangers' second highest average ticket price in the NHL. Just insane. I don't know where they come up with these numbers. I'm sure there's a bunch of lists out there. But, you know, still, we all know New York is an expensive ticket, and it's just a shame that the Rangers, you know, can't get the – you know, it's just a shame that, you know, being a Rangers fan, you have to pay, you know, an arm and a leg to go see this game. Whereas if you saw them probably in Columbus last night, you probably could have paid, I don't know, 40 bucks for a good seat. But anyway, it's expensive to run a team to get fucking embarrassed in the first round of the playoffs. Costs a lot of money. Got to keep those prices high. But anyway, uh, yeah, we have Monday night against the Arizona Coyotes. If you're listening to that, that's tonight. And then we play... Thursday, October 19th, against the Nashville Predators. Two home games coming up this week. I think you know you you really you got to take both. You got to take advantage. Um, you know, Predators are going to be a tough team. Good goaltending. You know, return of Ryan McDonough to the Garden always going to be. <clears throat> you know he's you know you know he's going to have his best game. Got to look out for Yossi, Their offense they have got a couple pieces there. It's just you know again it, you got to take advantage of this early schedule. And, you know, if they can't do that, you know, it's, it's going to be a long, you know, long season, you know, win these two home games. Then you had out West, you got Seattle, Calgary and Edmonton, all teams that you could, you know, you should be able to beat on paper. I think you're all better than each of those teams. You know, I'll be happy with five out of six points there, but come on next two weeks. I expect a lot, you know, I expect that a, one, two, three, four, five, five games, I expect at least nine points, eight or nine points. You got to get, you got to fucking bank them now because it's just going to get more difficult. You're going to be, you know, playing against some tougher opponents on paper, quote unquote. And uh, you got to beat these teams that, you know, should be, you know, closer to the bottom of the sandings.
0: The NFL season is going strong. And DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet $5 on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling by calling 888 789 7777 or visiting ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com/football/terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: All right. Well, that's enough with the Rangers. Uh, again, a couple positive things. You know, I really do think that. I really hope that Laviolette will hold these guys a little bit more accountable. Um, They'll be more. Uh, he'll be more of a voice in the locker room and straighten this shit out and say, you know, this isn't New York Rangers hockey. I'm not gonna fucking allow you to take periods off at a time. I don't care how many good things you saw last night. If you're not winning hockey games, it doesn't matter. You know, you have to play full 60 minute games to be competitive in this league and, you know, for the New York Rangers, they just got to take it one game at a time, one period, one shift, and, you know, play New York Rangers hockey because you saw what it's capable of doing at times. You saw it against Buffalo. You saw it a lot last night. It's just they took some time off and Columbus, you know, makes you pay. If you're not going to be willing to do the uh, the little extra oomph that it takes to, you know, put the puck in the net or defend or defend the front of the net. And you know, Boone Jenner just exposed us for you know lack of you know, I'll call it gut play, you know, because it just it takes guts to do it. You know, it's the dirty work. It's not something that you find on a stat sheet, other than you know maybe a plus and minus. You know, if they make you pay for it. So, yeah, um, but that's all I got. On to the next thing, Uh, the NHL app is just atrocious. It's even more fucking annoying now that the season is upon us they have to do something they they have to either go back to the old app but i'm sure they'll just double down and act like nothing's wrong but it's atrocious you know i'm glad people are making memes and talking about it and that you know it's it's a discussion topic on you know twitter because it's just fucking so annoying to use it's not user friendly even the fucking website sucks um just, you know, the NHL really just can't fucking get out of its own way. They really just do everything they can to ruin this fucking experience for fans. They really do. Uh, and another thing I think I, I, I should go back on and touch on was Andy and I were talking about the frozen frenzy with Boucher Gross. Here I am thinking it was going to be an all season thing doing weekly or Tuesday, Thursday nights when there's a lot of games, but apparently it's only one time. It's on a day where there's all I gotta look this up. Frozen, I forget what day it is, but if you're listening to it and you do want to check it out, I should probably, you know, know what I'm talking about. Uh Frozen Frenzy. Here we go. ESPN. It will be tested. It's a program that will be tested on October 24th as all 32 NHL teams. Play that same night. Okay. Interesting. I thought it was going to be like a, you know, kind of how Red Zone it goes from one o'clock all the way through the four o'clock games. Um. Okay. We'll premiere on October twenty fourth when all thirty two teams play on the same night. The fact that if they did this just once a month, but that's kind of hard with scheduling. If they did this, did this like a couple times a year, I'd say, you know, may, maybe. Especially after football, but i just I just don't see the reality of it. The game is too quick the you know the coverage you know they said they're going to show every hit like I don't know like how is that even possible? like if all the games are going at the same time, I can understand you you can show goals, but you're just showing replays, which people have access to anyway throughout the night um which I do think is the one good thing. You can just click on the goal right away and it gives you the video pops up. That's the one good thing. I just, I really, I know it's a test run and they got to work through the kinks, but I feel like somebody hasn't thought this all the way through, you know? I just, the way they're promoting it, they're almost saying like, we're just like the NFL when they should have just kind of fucking figured their, figured out something on their own that's unique and cool. I don't know. I just feel like when fans expect red zone, it's just going to be too much. It's going to be too much. The game's already quick enough. You know, it's just going to be too much, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I was too hard on it in the beginning, but it's only a one-off thing and they're, they're going to, you know, do a test run, which means it'll fail and they won't do it again. So shame on me to think that they had this whole thing planned for the whole season. So, um, yeah, so good on the NHL. Limit their failures. That's a positive, right? And, uh, yeah, what else? What else? What else? Um, in terms of the kid play, uh, let's go back to the Rangers. In terms of the kids playing, I thought you know Lafreniere had a, has a decent start to the season. Um, I just, I think he's going to be a glorified middle six forward that, you know, was picked first overall, so people have expectations, but... Other than that, I don't think you can expect really much from him. Uh, Kako has looked good. He coughed up the puck. That shit has to get cleaned up. And that's the shit where, you know, there's got to be communication on the ice. Like, I don't know why he doesn't take the shot or continue with the puck. Or, you know, even if you feel panicked, just throw the fucking puck in as hard as you can in deep. And live the fight another day. Throwing behind the back, you know, passes with zero support, knowing that you're like the last fucking, you know, person. It led to a goal eventually. So, I don't know. That shit is, man, that stuff drives me fucking bananas. It's like, can we just play a little meat and potato game? You know, why do we always have to fucking make this so much harder than it should be? But What do I know? Uh, Around the league, anything around the league, you know, obviously... You know, you hate to see fucking Pittsburgh get two wins, but they look like they could win a Stanley Cup right now, uh, just taking care of business, beat the shit out of Washington, beat the shit out of the Flames. Just unbelievable how this team just never fucking goes away. You know, I thought I thought there was a little momentum there that they might stink when they lost to the Chicago Blackhawks. But man, oh man, they just came back and threw that right back into my fucking face. Um but, yeah, other than that, I really don't have much much for you. Boston looks good, taking care of business. Uh, Toronto looks great. I mean, again, they are going to be regular season champions until they can get it done in the playoffs. I just don't believe in them to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, they might win the East, though. They're that good, and they can put the puck in the net. Um, yeah, two games played, 13 goals. Fucking Matthews starts the season off, I think, with two hat-tricks. It's just they're gonna be they're gonna be a magical team this regular season, and um, if you have Matthews in fantasy, good job. You're gonna win a, a lot of I don't know how you do it weekly matchups. Um, that's how we do ours. And uh, yeah, I got nothing else. Tampa Bay is gonna struggle. Uh, you know, with goaltending, veselsky out for a while. Panthers look fucking awful. I I tell you right now. That shit doesn't turn around quick. I can see changes being made. Yeah, it's just, they look fucking awful, man. You know, two games, only four goals scored, giving up eight goals just in two games. Not good, not good for a team that just went to the Stanley Cup final and should have a chip on their shoulder. They certainly don't look like it, and they look like they can be a bottom feeder this whole season. Um. Carolina Hur- Hurricanes off to a great start. Um, Devils again. Hughes, just the, maybe the best player in the National Hockey League. Um, he looks like he's going to have a McDavid esque season. Out West. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be nice if the Dallas fucking stars played hockey. Uh, I had, of course, I have uh, Ottinger and Robertson on my fantasy team. And I'm going to lose this week because those guys only fucking played one game. So, nice. Uh, so, teams essentially are going to be playing fucking th- four games before my guys get to play two. Nice. Uh, yeah, other than that, Vegas off to a really nice start. I mean, they look fucking ready to go, ready to repeat. The Canucks start the season off 2-0. and um, Good for them you know they I think you know people wrote them off including myself but you know if they're going to be a little frisky team here uh this season I think it's going to be a, a lot of fun uh especially because the west is I feel like a little bit more open I mean Edmonton Oilers starting the season off 0 and 2 uh Kraken 0 and 2 the Kings looked like shit in their first game uh Calgary you know I think they're going to be a mixed bag you know there's a lot of teams that you know you know it's supposed to be playoff teams that you know could be on the outside looking in this season so we'll see we will see uh and that's everything i got for you Uh, andy will be back next podcast the rangers will have their home opener under the belt so we'll be talking about that and uh, you know let's see if we can get you know get it done and and take care of business and, and and win the home opener here and get back on the winning track